Uh, this assignment is to review the message in R. Kelly's Meltdown, an article posted by The Atlantic, um, where R. Kelly, Robert Kelly, gets to respond back um, on CBS this morning um, to Lifetime documentary surviving, Lifetime's documentary Surviving R. Kelly, where people who claim themselves to be victims of his sexual abuse give their testimonies. Um, when given the chance to respond to this, he didn't give any real logical or evidence, but instead used the camera as a medium to talk directly to the audience, um, using a sort of emotional plea like Brett Kavanaugh in the Supreme Court hearings is what the article compared it to, uh, which I agree with, that he didn't really use any facts or evidence to say, hey, look, I'm not guilty. Instead, he claimed to be victimized by the media saying that um, when someone watched that documentary, they watched Lucifer, not a human being. Well, in my book, sometimes facts speak louder than words, like R. Kelly's words, seeing as the police charged him with 10 counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse in February, and three of four of the women were minors. Um, after reading both, why school... Uh, both articles, Why White School Districts Have So Much More Money by NPR and How Much Wealthier Are White School Districts Than Non-White Ones, 23 Billion Report Says by uh, the New York Times. They both basically say the same thing, that the school districts, um, they get their funding from whatever area they're in, you know, if you're in a more poor area, you're going to get a um, less funding or a more, um, if you're a richer area, you're going to get more funding. Um, but that they also, most schools are divided up, like, oh, okay, over half um, of the students in America are in racially contracted districts. And you determine a racially contracted district by a school that is 70% white or non-white. And more often than not, the non-white racially contracted districts tend to get less money. Um, some of the states that are the worst offenders are New York, California, and New Jersey. And I personally feel that it would be best to take the solution that surprisingly the South has given us in the segregation of school opportunities. Um, right now there are 180 schools, most of which are in the South, that have higher, larger boundary districts. So you just put in more revenue and you can spread it equally across neighborhoods that are poorer and richer and it doesn't keep you from getting the education that you need. Uh, so today in my media studies class, we're talking about the Varsity Blues admission scandal. And we've been told to read the questions out loud that we were going to respond to. So question number one, what is the college bribery scandal and why was it such a big deal in the news? Um, the college bribery scandal was essentially parents paying money to get their kids into schools without them having to compete in the, admissage, in, in the admissage, admissions process with everyone else, which a very big deal because there's been like 50 people charged getting into prestigious schools. Um, right number question number two, who? Question number two, who was the main person um, orchestrating the event and how did it work? Uh, Rick Singer. Rick Singer was the key person who he set up um, an organization that kind of posed as like a typical SAT prep college plan. Um, 
you know, um, help agency called The Key. Um, and he used this to have this giant bribery scandal where uh, famous people or people with money um, would pay him to get their kids into prestigious schools. Um, and so what he would do is he would, because he knew a lot of like proctors um, and like coaches, people in the college community. Um, and so he'd get, he'd make fraudulent like websites, he'd um, contact coaches and pay them money to um, admit people who were not athletes on, on um, like athletic scholarships as prestigious athletes. Um, he would have proctors fix or grade people's tests, um, bribed of course, uh, to get them like almost perfect SAT scores. Um, yeah, that's basically how it worked. Uh, number three, which school participate? Which schools participated in this bribery scandal? Was it the whole school or certain departments? Which ones? Explain. Hmm. Um, lots of prestigious schools. Um, and I don't think it was the whole school. Like no school went to purposely fraudulated um, admissions. Um, they more like hired people. Their job was to make moral decisions on who they were going to let into their schools based on their own individual merit. And those people failed them. Um, although uh, big, um, hard to get into schools like UCLA, USC, Princeton, University of Georgia, places with um, good programs. Um, question number four What is currently happening to those students who were part of this bribery scandal? How long was it going on? Definitely multi-generational because it's talked about how some of the people who were charged um, paid for it for their children and some of their parents went with them. So it's been going on for a while. I mean, long enough for Rick Singer to grow a business like the key. It's definitely multi-generational would be my answer on how long. But to the students, I remember reading in an article that um, the students were exonerated by the judge saying that most of the, like, even Rick Singer in his testimony said most of them did not know what was going on. Uh, the parents would do something like, um, under Rick Singer's direction, take them out you know, in like a boat for like, a, like an afternoon and they'd get a picture of them, which they'd um, hand over to Rick Singer, who would uh, go attribute this to, um, give this to, um, like for example, a specific example was like a rowing coach and so they'd use the Photoshop that out. Um, and to get them into, as an athlete, to the program. Um, number five is, do you think that this sort of illegal behavior happens often when it comes to college admissions? I would like to think not. I would like to have trust that people um, will do the right thing, and that most people are trying to be moral about this type of type of thing, but someone did point out to me today that I do think it has to be noted that if one person's doing it, someone else is probably doing it uncaught. Cheating runs rampant in high school, and I'm sure that's not anything new. So if that same philosophy continues on as you go higher in education, I'm sure there's cheating in college. I'm sure as you become a professional, people cheat and people lie. Um, break the rules. The next question... Number six, do you think this affects you directly, indirectly? I feel like this affects me directly as I'm a junior in high school and I'm beginning to apply to colleges and 
figure out what I need to do to prepare and what colleges I can apply to based on how much debt I would like to not be in and how good of an education I want to get for um, a career that I want to build. But just the the level that you have to get to you to get to even like um, a college that's not $74,000 a year or semester, it's definitely risen a lot. And people who are cheating and getting their way into it, they're just going to raise the bar even higher without people being able to physically accomplish some of that. Um, and the people who can have already, like, I've gone to, like, lower schools or other schools that that's just going to raise the bar higher, and it's, it's just going to become a rat race if that keeps happening. Mm, number seven, what would be a fair consequence for these students and parents who bribed and cheated their way into the college of their choice? Honestly, I think it would be great if they found, for the students at least, if they got, they found some, because I know there's one where they showed an email, um, the parents, I don't want to name them, but the parents were talking with Ring, Rick Singer and they said they wanted their daughter to get, um, get into a school other than, um, ASU, which means that they have to have been accepted somewhere. So if they could go to those schools, they did get in on their own merit. I feel like that would be better. Or if they like reapplied with what they actually had and actually got into the schools they're attending, I feel like that would be the best interest for everyone involved. Um, and then the parents, that's definitely like a legal matter, and I'm sure there's so many laws that they have to answer to for that. Um, and I just feel like whatever the law, whatever the law says, probably jail time. Something, something's definitely some sort of heavy, like not like a fine or something, because that's not gonna do anything. They have money, right? That's why they got into colleges. Um, number eight, if a student cheated their way in, finished college, um, and graduated with a degree, should it be taken away in light of this recent scandal? No way of confirming if they did it their own work or not. Why or why not? See, that's hard. I feel like because a lot of people in these scandals, as, can, like, as said by Rick Singer, who's not the most trustworthy guy, but, um... I would still take that he knows what he's talking about. As taken Rick Singer's word, um, a lot of these students didn't know they were, com like, they were not complicit in these crimes. They didn't know they were taking part in these crimes. And so I'd say if they got a degree and they did the work, unless you can specifically prove that they cheated, they're the ones that are going to have to live with this. And if they want to go back, as probably will be very heavily suggested, that they go back and, like, re-get their degree. But they're the ones that are going to have to live with that. So I would just let them keep their degree because they probably had to do some level of work, a majority of the work to maintain that degree. Because I don't think that whole strategy of bribing can probably get you in somewhere, but that's not going to help you get good grades for everything. That's, you can't just buy your way out of complete life. There's no possible way. Um, anyways, and that is my thoughts.